Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. You're with Greg and Mare in the morning. You can send us a note, Greg and Mare at mixfm.com, or call us anytime if you got a scenario you want to throw out there to the audience. Uh, Taylor sent us a note. She said, I grew up with a horrible nose. Other kids made fun of me. Uh, it was so embarrassing. Finally, when I was 17, my parents paid for me to get it fixed. She says, It really changed my look and it changed my life. I'm so happy I had it done, but I'm still a little sensitive about the whole thing. She says it's embarrassing for me to have to admit that I had it done. I don't know why. Maybe just because I don't want to remember what life was like before or have people ask to see my before photos. So here's the problem, writes Taylor. I'm 25 now and in a pretty good relationship. We've been together for seven months. He knows nothing about the old me. My sister told me at Christmas that I have to tell him. She said he's going to see pictures of me, and then I'll have to explain it, and it's best to get out in front of it. Then she told me it's also only fair to tell him now instead of when our kids are born because they might get my nose. Oh, my gosh. Nice, sis. She says, I think it's none of her business and none of his business. Am I wrong here? Do I really owe him an explanation about my nose? That's so tough because if he finds out, he might be mad that she did. Do didn't. you think so? Now, I don't think he'll care that she got it done. She, he might be mad at, like, the hiding anything from him, the not being, you know, fully up front. But. Yes, I, I mean, it's not like she, you know, killed somebody and went to prison. No, but I get the know? embarrassment of those types of things, you know, and there's no reason. I mean, I, I've never had that done. I know a lot of people who have. Yeah. And they are that way. They don't want anyone to know. And it's kind of like, you know. The bo- my my growing up photos where I'm awkward and like chunks. I don't want. Ma- I never wanted my husband to see that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to relate. Uh, <laughs> you know, like with braces or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. had them for three and a half years. See, I want to see that. Yeah, the, well, those are awkward photos. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I own that. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, the it's kind deal. of the same thing, right? If your teeth are in all directions, you get braces. Oh, they were messed up. You know, if yeah. your your nose, you can't see over it. You know, you might get something <laughs> done a little bit. I don't know. Let's grab a call here. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Kelly, uh, where are you at on this one? What would you tell Taylor? Oh my goodness! Is her name Cinderella? <laughs> I mean, her sister needs to butt out, and what she looks like now has nothing to do with her past. And if she's happy, leave her alone. That's true. Well, maybe that's the problem. Sisters can't leave each other alone when the other one's happy. No, I I think I agree with you. I mean, none of us. If you go back to our 16-year-old, 14-year-old photos, we all look awkward and weird. And I don't think even if he saw, he would understand. Does that make sense? He'd just think, oh. It wouldn't wouldn't make any difference. That's not her now. Yeah. And who cares what she used to look like as long as he's happy with her and they get along and everything's great. Her sister just needs to 
Buzz off. Yes. Yeah, well said. Man, the, the, Buzz sh- off. the shame we live in about stupid things that nobody cares about. Yeah, and why does the sister care so much? Like, it's well, you know? I mean, because she's her sister and you're put on this earth for oh. them to pick on us. I mean, that's what we're here for. <laughs> it's part of our life purpose. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what makes you stronger. <laughs> you know? Having to put up with siblings. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think we're with you uh, on this one. Taylor and Kelly. It's like, I think you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. You be comfortable as who you are. And that's yeah, the way it sounds yeah. to us. Do you know that there is a word that you use all the time, Greg? Well, I don't know if you use it, but people use it that makes people not trust you. Oh. Just one word. One and you got to like subtract it when you're doing meetings at work. We had a, a, a Zoom meeting yesterday with our bosses, right? Yeah. And, and this is the word they say, and it is try. Because they say when you use the word try, what? you want to avoid it at all costs. It's like you're killing your relationship secretly. I'll try. You know, whether it's a boss, a family member, a significant other, uh, it makes you seem not deeply committed. Oh, Oh, I okay. Now I'm starting to get where where this is coming from. It's like when you ask that friend who never shows up. Oh yeah. Well, hey, we're having a few people over for the such and such. You wanna you wanna come? We'd love to have you. Oh, well, I'm not sure. I'll I'll try. Oh god, that's that's. And you go. Oh, they're not coming. That's what I've turned into. Yeah. I'm that person, and I don't want to seem not trustworthy. <laughs> uh, you know, but. But I get it. I mean, some things like people want, especially like with like work things, yeah. they want guarantees, yeah. right? They want you to be like, we're going to do this. And some things, you know, are not doable. Right, right. So I guess that's when we go, well, we'll try. Okay, so now it makes sense. It's not trustworthy. Other that, words. That, that, yeah, I get that now. I thought maybe might be the word that, that you were going to talk Maybe's about. on the list. Because my daughter has this habit of saying, can we do this this weekend? I'll go, I, I'm not sure, maybe. And she goes, so that's a no. I said, well, I, I haven't thought about it at all yet. I don't want to say no because I, I haven't ruled it out, but I don't want to say yes oh, because I'm not sure how it's going to work out. She knows your language. <laughs> Apparently. You know, better you than know, I do. Ask your father should be on this list, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> if is on the list, must, you know, you must is, is just a not trustworthy thing. It's kind of a challenge. They don't, huh. they say don't use this. Have to. I mean, huh? Then what am I supposed to say? These are like taking away all the words. Exactly. So I, I guess a lot of it goes with the intent behind it. You know, if you feel like you're being commanded to do something, yeah, I think that probably erodes a little bit of the connection. Good managers, good bosses, good partners in life don't order people around so much as they motivate people. Motivate. You know what I mean? Yes. It's so hard, though, to think of, like, trying to motivate my husband. Mm. And, you know, like, okay, motivating your workers. I'm kind of like, my husband should be there. He should be motivated. Or think about people who are in not trustworthy marriages. If somebody's saying these words to you, you're done, right? I guess. I hope I never find myself in that spot. Yeah. Maybe I'll be faithful <laughs> if I'll, I'm I'll, faithful. I'll try not to cheat. Do you see what I'm saying? You hear people saying that. It's time to bail out. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. 543 with Greg and Mary in the morning. we got lots of fun to get to later today. Of course, the whole enchilada. That'll be after uh, 7 o'clock. And we're going to talk about your blur years this morning. 
<laughs> that that period in your life that you can't really remember with any clarity. Oh gosh, Maybe it was, was when you had a brand new baby infant, oh and so you weren't getting any sleep. Maybe it was a period in high school that you just kind of erased from your mind because it was painful. Or college that you you slept through or maybe had a few too many drinky Uh drinks. (laughs) How dare you, Paula Abdul? How dare you? It's 94.9 Mix FM. Greg and Mare in the morning with the most music for your workday. Maybe you've seen the commercial of her right now. It must be some pain reliever medication or something. Yes. And she's dancing. There's a clip of her dancing in a video from like 1990. Yeah. And then it's her today right alongside. And you can't tell which is which. Is which. She's exactly the same. How dare she? I know. She's... <laughs> right? The rest I mean, of us would be throwing our backs out. Well, I mean, don't we do that a lot? I don't know when the last time you got hurt was, but they've done a study. And it turns out most people often hurt themselves uh, by these things. Okay. Number one, by stairs, ramps, and floors. That's how we hurt ourselves. Oh, I believe that. Have you ever stepped like off of a curb that you didn't see there? Oh, and yeah. the way it throws your hips out for a second because you're not expecting to step down. Yeah, I broke my foot. Even if you don't fall down. Oh, you did? Yeah, and it turns out that's one of the top ways to break your foot is stepping off a curb. So look <laughs> at where you're stepping. Don't step in a pothole. It was awful. My wife broke her foot vacuuming. Oh, my gosh. Well, she shouldn't vacuum. Well, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, oh, my gosh. Uh, other ways people hurt themselves. The second most, you know... That people are coming into the emergency room for yeah, right. is while they're sleeping, <laughs> <laughs> or they hurt themselves on the actual mattress or pillowcase. How, how do you even do that? I, I haven't you like ever threw your back out while you're sleeping? No, it's like the worst. <laughs> it's awful wow. because then you can't get up and go, you know, to your morning little, you know, tinkle, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're tortured. Like I had to have a bucket. Like my husband had to bring me a bucket when oh. I threw my back out. I'm sorry. Is that TMI? <laughs> oh, if you have to ask, Mara, I think you already know the answer. <laughs> My friend, she just posted on Facebook that she was brushing her teeth, and she spit out the the, the toothpaste. Yeah, she was rinsing her mouth out. Throughout her back. Yeah. <laughs> that is usually how it happens. The first time I hurt my back, the, the doctor said, now you've got to be careful because you're going to think it's only when you're lifting something heavy. But now that you've damaged that disc, yes, it's going to be something stupid like you bend over in the shower to pick up the soap. That's how you're going to yeah. hurt yourself again. A good old rupture on that disc. Oh. It's bulging out yes. right out of your spine. Mike Grapp knows it. I mean, he, oh, he yeah. didn't stand straight up for like six months. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> What does this all, all of a sudden become? The old person talk show? Oh, uh, we're not old, any of us. Yeah, this can happen to anybody. This, this is, is the like, old gripe. This right is here. like 30 plus. No, this so, is just like when my grandparents used to get around the dinner table at Thanksgiving and started talking about all their medications. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We are not there yet. Although my mom did get me like the monthly pill box. I'm like, I'm not on anything. I don't even have one pill I take. She's getting ready. She's been listening to you talk on this radio show. That's what's going on. Uh, Don't forget, you can get us on Alexa. That's right. You just say, Alexa, play 94.9 Mix FM. Uh, Inauguration day yesterday. People moving into Washington who never thought they'd be there, perhaps. I was thinking about Kamala Harris's husband, you know, like... Eight, ten years ago, he was a divorced dad, career yeah. guy. Yeah. Hadn't even met her. Now he's moving to Washington, yeah. like totally giving up his job and everything. Yeah, and he helped pick out the, the term first gentleman. which Second gentleman. Oh, sorry, second gentleman, which I love, by the way. Yeah. Like, we're just doing this now? <laughs> In 2021? Well, better late than never. <laughs> I guess. You know what I mean?
Uh, but anyway, it got us thinking, like, if you if you had to move into the White House tomorrow, usually you don't take, like, your own furnishings because the place is already decked out, right? Oh, so you have to have that super old, like, haunted stuff. <laughs> I think that's kind of cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like all that history. Uh-huh. I like the idea of sitting at the same desk JFK it's did. Like, I know, think that's cool. You know when you go to the bed and breakfast and it's kind of like you're all excited, but it's really gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I like a little fancier than this. <laughs> it's a little, like, the floors are creaky. Yeah, but... and... The bathroom plumbing's a little it's shoddy. Cool. The yeah. thought of it's cool, but <laughs> <laughs> it's homey. Yeah. Yes. No, but if you could only take one thing from your current house to to your new house, you know, you're moving into the White House or wherever. Uh, what's the one thing from your house that you're taking? Mike Rapp, why don't you go first? I'm going to bring my lazy boy. <laughs> well, JFK had a rocker because yeah. you know, he hurt his back and had some other neurological problems. And so he he, uh, he had that. It helped him um, with his back. But you know, I'd have to bring my lazy boy, but, boy, I wouldn't be doing much uh, governing. Yeah. You know, once I get in that thing, it's more like, you know. Nap time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. We take out our kids out of this. Right? Like, they're coming Oh, away. we're talking about yeah. things. Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. the family's going. You know, I was thinking my Instant Pot, but now I'm thinking my, <laughs> my food scale. Oh, do you have a food scale? I, I do, a little food scale, so I don't, like, overestimate my portions. How many grams are okay? <laughs> well, you're going to have somebody in there, you know, measuring your grams and, oh. and counting your cauliflower. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So the in, I don't even need the Instant Pot or the air fryer no. or the Keurig. Well, maybe the curry. I mean, I'd rather have. How about something I don't have? A cappuccino maker. Well, now something. you're talking. Get an espresso machine. <laughs> yes, yes. You should bring yeah. your trampoline. My trampoline would oh. be. <laughs> that would be awesome. That'd be way. See, I was just going to bring drums. No, you're going to bring drums. I can't live without those. Imagine in those hallways with like all the photos and like portraits of old white men. They're all shaking yes. on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> and then the marble floors. It's going to be pretty awesome. Crazy. It's been a little while since I uh, pulled out the Alexa because usually I like tucking her in the closet so that she's not listening to half of my my conversations. Yes, she listens to me. But the kids, man. They know and love her. We had Baby Shark going yesterday. Oh, that's another reason to we keep her. The Star away. Wars song. I mean, it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> the kids love using it. Uh huh. And so if they're driving you crazy with the Baby Shark song, you should just teach them how to say Alexa. Play 94.9 Mix FM, and that way, then they won't drive you so nuts. Yes, And yes. you can hear something you like, too. But you got to say, play 94.9 Mix FM. You also have to enable the skill first on your Alexa. It's so weird, because some people I know have done that, and it worked great. Other people I know didn't have to. Like, I didn't have to do that when I when I installed it. It I, just happened. I think it depends on your device. I guess. And, like, which level you might have. But I know Ooh. that if you don't, like, some people will end up in, like, a Cincinnati radio station. We don't want that. We want you here, because we <laughs> We're in Tucson. Good like, morning, Cincinnati. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're yeah. going to EG's. We're eating the French fries. They don't know what that is. Do you know exactly what I mean? Right. Yeah. Exactly right. So enable the skill on your Alexa and then tell her, Alexa, play 94.9 Mix FM. That makes it nice and easy for everybody. 618 here with Greg and Mara in the morning. We'd love to hear the big thing that's going on in your life right now. You woke up this morning thinking about it or you went to bed last night thinking about it. Uh, the big story in our house right now is, Mara, my wife and I, I think yesterday, decided we're going to build a garage. Oh, you're to- you're torturing me. <laughs> Imagine how your life must be. Are you serious? You don't have to live with me. Oh Imagine my how gosh. much pain you'd be going through. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> but I think we might hire some professionals. Oh, okay. To help with this. I one. thought you were going to do it. No, how much do those things cost? I don't by want the way? it to take like a year. You know, how I much, want it to be how done. How much now. do they cost? I don't. I don't know yet. Well, 
money money bags. No, here's money bagarama. Well, here's the thing: uh, financing rates are pretty low. <gasps> okay, like okay. home equity and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, you could refinance super low. So I might get a oh, loan. Oh no, 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 no! Don't do no. that. Why not? Because then you just spend the money that you get from the blah blah blah, and then you always like. You're, you never pay off your house. You don't get that? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Ugh. Well, do you want to pay for it? No, you don't. So quit telling me where to get my money. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> somebody has all the money right there. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't hit the Powerball oh, last night. Oh, my gosh. That was some joker you in played. Maryland. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. What was the last TV show you watched as a family? Cobra Kai. It was. It was, yes. Because that's the last one we watched, too, and I was a little disappointed in it. How could you be disappointed in that? There's a lot of nastiness in it. Well, yeah, there is nastiness, but I do think that it's kind of like above my child's head. Does that make sense? Really? Yeah, there's some stuff. All of the anger, the fighting, and the expletives are above your child's head? I think that's pretty I think that, yeah. easy to understand. I, I love it. And she watched it. I mean, she, my daughter watched it. And like my little kid, he doesn't, he kind of sees it in the background. And they kind of do what we did when we originally saw the Karate Kid. They kind of see it. They don't fully watch the show. Mm. And then they do the karate kicks on each other. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, yeah, all over the living room. And that's kind of what it's turned into in my family. Mm. And so my husband and I could watch the full show and be like, oh, there's an 80s song. Right. And then they just don't Which I really, did like that part. Yeah. I mean, they get that the kids are like, like, I think there's something about the teens, like my, my daughter wants to watch. Oh, but sure. But then she doesn't fully yeah. watch it. Yeah. You know. No, I understand. My my daughter is 13 now. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're we're always looking for like a, a show we can watch together. We watched The Hardy Boys. There was this was this yeah. Hulu yeah. series that was really good. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty cool. Um a little a little scary maybe for the younger kids. There's a little drama and a couple of scary characters, but but you know, kind of a cool mystery. But we we plowed through that. We binged like there's only one season. So then we were looking for something new. I was like, "Oh, well Cobra Kai's like TV 14." You're yeah. 13. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I know she hears things or whatever. Yeah. So we sat down to watch it. We watched two episodes. And I looked at her and I said, what did you think? She goes, ugh. Oh, my gosh. She was not feeling it Is at this just all. the first season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, you can't go by the first two episodes of Cobra Kai. You can't. I mean, you read anyone's Facebook, it takes, a, it takes like a bunch of episodes to get into it. I don't know if I have time for that. Well... Well, not that you bought this trailer, you know, you can't, Ugh. you got other things to do now. now you're bringing that up. Yeah, now I got to build a garage I so believe. I can get it back. Now I got to store it in a separate I'm, I'm, lot now. I'm, it's like I'm this whole thing. telling you, Cobra Kai isn't in the top 10 every weekend on Netflix for no reason. Oh, I believe it's, a lot of people are watching it's it. It's good. But I don't know that it's family entertainment. That's yeah, all I'm yeah. saying. Okay. If it's okay, okay for your family, that's fine for oh, you. Oh, we had a good time with it. I'm, it sounds Just like, like it. my brother and I, you know, doing the crane after the original Karate Kid. Trying to kick each other in the face. Yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what my daughter needs, is a little brother to pick on after that's watching it. I'm it, telling you. Know? you. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. You're going to love this, Greg. I'm just repeating something I said off the air. But uh, today I was listening to something where they were talking about kind of having a, a funnel of abundance. And it's the whole concept that you can't let new good things in your life if you don't let go of some things. And so when I say let go, it could mean, you know, just thoughts or forgiving someone. It could be... I don't like these drapes in my house. They drive me crazy. I'm going to go sit in another room 
we'll just get rid of them, even if you can't like. Well, you got to share that story. Yeah, you can't even afford to uh, get new ones. Yeah, there was this guy who was saying that his aunt would be like, "Hey, let's go sit in the kitchen." He's like, "Why don't we just sit in the living room? I'm already sitting down." And she goes, "Well, I can't stand the drapes in there. I can't look at them for another minute." And this he's is like, in her own house. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, just get rid of them." And he, she's like, "I don't have money to get new ones," and he goes. Well, you can't let anything new in if you don't get rid of the old. So they took him down, and next thing you know, she has new drapes. And then the next time he went over there, there's no furniture in the house because <laughs> she couldn't stand that, and it let room in for something new. And then she was able to get all new furniture, and they ended up making a lot of money in their business after that with the, because it was the thought of getting rid of the old so new things could could take up that space. That little mm. paradigm shift, yeah. right? I, I kind of think that's what you did with the trailer. Do I hate I mean? to say it, but you might be right about yeah, that. Yeah, like there's well, probably tell. some things you had to let go of. I don't know what that is. You know, maybe it's some like thoughts that were weighing you down or there were some things that you were probably, you know, putting too much energy into. And once you got rid of that, maybe the quarantine and, and this crazy world made and helped you like... You know, just like divorce from all that that stuff that was weighing you down. And now you have this awesome trailer. And you're going to have all these adventures. I think there's a lot of, I can't, oh, that would never work. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that. I'm not able to do that. That's not for somebody like me in our world. I know I do it all the time. All the time. See, I don't I do not do that. That's didn't. so funny, right? I know. Well, yeah. see, and I didn't in this case. Yeah. You see? And so I think you might be onto something. Fly by the seat of your pants. Wow. It drives my husband nuts because I'm. he's probably more like that, and yeah. I'm, I don't think through anything. That would drive me nuts, too. <laughs> <laughs> For the record. Uh, uh, 643 at 94.9 Mix FM, a good daily intention to start. You know, you never know. It might be just getting rid of the drapes. Seriously. Opens up a new look in your house and changes your perspective on something. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes it's stupid stuff. Yeah. It's taking a different route to work and seeing a new restaurant that you didn't yes. know was there and then thinking, why yes. didn't I open a restaurant like that? You know what I should, you know, I mean, yeah. like. If you don't like it, get rid of it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Including Let's... like, your, you know. Careful. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my wife getting any ideas. <laughs> okay. 94.9 Mix FM. Greg and Mayor here. What's your name? Jennifer. Jennifer, here we go. 652 Pop Q, question number one. Lady Gaga, Garth Brooks, J-Lo, all performed during yesterday's presidential inauguration. But only Gaga wore a brooch the size of Texas. It was a big old bird with an olive branch in its mouth chosen to symbolize making peace with each other. What kind of bird is often used to signify peace? A dove. A dove is correct. A dove. Some people thought it looked like the Hunger Games. It did with her thing on her hair, that braid thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Question number two. The Saved by the Bell revival has just been picked up for a second season. Meanwhile, one of the show's original stars, Dustin Diamond, you may have heard, is seriously ill with cancer. His character was the only one left out of the revival show's first season. But we're now hearing he might make an appearance in season two if cancer treatments are effective. What's the name of Dustin Diamond's Saved by the Bell character? Screech. You know, Screech I feel weird about this. They didn't want him to be part of it, and now he's sick. They're like, oh, come be on our show. I know. Like, that, that kind of hurts my heart for him. Yeah, a couple of them did reach out to him. Uh, Mario Lopez, I know, and Tiffany Thiessen reached yeah. out to Dustin. He said he what really about appreciated Zach? that. I don't know about that. Oh. Question number three. Rob Lowe thinks America needs a Brat Pack reunion, a gathering of actors from movies like Breakfast Club and St. Elmo's Fire. He even thinks like a big brother 
season of the Brat Pack could be kind of cool. Of the eight original Brat Packers, three of them were women. Can you name those three actresses? Jimmy Moore. Yes. Allie Sheedy. Yes. Yeah. And Molly Ringwald. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> Bonus points, getting them all. Who knew we would get so excited nice. for these actors at this point in our lives? Yeah, Mary, go ahead and give us the guys. Emilio Estevez. Oh, oh. Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, Andrew McCarthy. Yes, Andrew McCarthy. Keep going. Judd Nelson. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and Rob Lowe. Okay. Oh, I'll just take Rob Lowe, please. I knew you would. Mm-hmm. Well, Jennifer, you did it. Thanks for playing this morning. Thank you. Today I don't feel like doing anything. The blurry years. Those years that you look back and you go, what happened? I don't even remember most of that. Oh, my gosh. One of our friends, you know, he has a brand new baby boy, but he also has like a one and a half year old. So two kids under two. And he says every day is a blur. Yeah. He doesn't know, you know, when he's awake, when he's asleep. It's all the same. And you remember those years? Those years when the days are long and the years are short, you know, it's like all of a sudden his oh, kids yeah. are going to be like 10 yes. and 12 and he's going to go, what just happened? Yes. And I think that's true. I think that's the blurry period for me, too. Is the kids. Well, is yes, those first several years. Like I look back, you know, Facebook memories and stuff pop up now and I go, wow. You know, like, and that wasn't even that long ago. It's lucky they make the kids so cute because they're a lot of work. You know, it's the hardest job in the world when they're so little like that. Yeah. And, and my husband and I, this is the one thing I really remember from the blur years besides him melting down. But um, <laughs> <laughs> is the one thing is, is we would go try to eat food and you're never present. Like, you're never present in the moment. Mm -hmm. You're just taking care of the baby. You're shoving, like, the worst, unhealthiest foods in your mouth. And that's why I think a lot of people gain weight in those first couple of years of having a baby. And and that's, like, the biggest thing. I I remember those blurry years. But I have some of those years from college, and not because I did anything crazy, but I think that you're at that age where everything is so deep and emotional, like you're experiencing things for the first time and you don't know how to manage it. And, you know, your boyfriend breaks up and it's like you just can't get out of bed. I mean, it's just... That's interesting because I feel like you remember all of that stuff. Yes. You do? You do. Oh, I feel like it's a big blur. Oh, you do? I do. Because you pull out details that I'm just like, really? Yeah. (laughs) I have friends, too, who are the same way. They'll bring up stuff from college. I go... Uh Was I there? <laughs> like, just, oh, my gosh. And like you, I wasn't, you know, getting into trouble I mean, of any kind. I, I was just so busy all the time. It's like I, I one did have... big schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, no. I, I mean, I had some guy from college reach out and remember. And he's like, remember that time, like, we kissed in the blood? And I thought... I kissed that guy? <laughs> what? Maybe when he was confused. Happen? Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe he's, he's a little blurry, too. Oh, my gosh. Uh, when was your blurry period? We'd like to hear from you this morning if there's a, a specific. You look back and go, well, I know it happened, but I don't really remember much about that. Talking about your blurry years, <laughs> Mary and I relived some of ours. Mike Rapp? Yeah, there's a period between when I got my undergraduate degree and I got married that was very blurry. I I uh, was going to graduate school for a while until I determined I wasn't really interested in what I was studying. And I was working uh, a bunch of odd shifts and weekends at the old KWFM. Remember cool. That? Yeah. And, uh, the old rock station. 
and I was, I don't know what it was, but it, was, it is just like, you don't remember happened? much of any of it. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird how there are like these periods in your life where you know it happened. You remember being there, but any specifics that are kind of gone. But yeah, it's think, like five years, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think if someone from that time comes into your life and just says one thing, it like reignites those memories. Like there's somewhere there. Oh, yeah. I mean, deep in there, dusty. It's almost you like know? you don't remember most of the things you played with as a kid, and then maybe you get up into your parents' attic and open a box and you go, Oh, my oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Forget about all that. You know, we remember all the bad things, but we don't remember all the good things, you know? <laughs> Gotta block out some of the bad. Keep the good. Uh, mm-hmm. How about you? What, what, your blurry years, when was that? My blurry years. I had a car in the driveway two weeks before, before I turned 16, got my driver's license on my 16th birthday, Wow. And I woke up at about 30. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, those were some, that's a long blurry years. Everywhere. I was everywhere doing everything I possibly could once I got four wheels under me. Isn't that funny? We used to just spend all of our time outside the house. Every second. Yeah. Parents always with friends. Have to be there. Yeah. You could be riding your bike anywhere. You could be crossing busy streets. You just. Yeah. And now you never let your kids do that. Right. <laughs> and most of them don't want to. They just want to sit home anyway. Before I had a car and we moved to Oregon and I loved to camp, my parents would take me up on a Friday night, drop me off on Mount Hood somewhere, and we'd oh, have awesome. a meeting site to pick me up on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. That's that would so, be child abuse these that's days. So cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? I would love that. Oh, my gosh, Groves. You would not. You would have hated that. I would love Mount Hood. Oh, come on. You would not like camping up there by yourself. Well, I mean, if there was glamping, if they yeah. had a nice bed as long and as like a, a nice Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, I would be all good. Yeah, Mayor, I went with a pup. I went with a pup tent and Cheerios. Oh my gosh, no, thank you. Please give me some cookie dough ice cream. See what I mean? Uh, high yeah. thread count, you know. Yeah, the Egyptian cotton. Yeah, my nice little, you know, like lighting that comes from happen. the top of the tent. No twinkle lights. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and tell Alexa, play 94.9 Mix FM. If you're at home or in the office today, don't yeah. have a radio nearby. I think a lot of people don't think about it. The kids are playing on the Alexa, but yeah. you could listen to the show, so. Yeah, get them to stop yeah. playing Baby Shark and tell them, Alexa, play 94.9 Mix FM. You'd be good to go. All right, time for the whole enchilada. First of all, Powerball results from last night. Somebody did win. But in Maryland. I knew I should have played. Matched all the winning numbers, $731 million. Yeah. So it wasn't here. But a few people in Arizona won like ten grand. Not bad. But I'd they weren't it. us. I'd take it. You could buy yourself that new garage you're looking at. Oh, man, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's something else. Every year, the theater, film, and television department at the U of A holds a documentary film festival. I don't know if you're into documentaries at all or not. Some people like watching them on Netflix and stuff. It's called What's Up, Docs? Oh. And this year, it's all virtual, of course, and you'll be able to watch any of the 15 student-made documentaries online for free. That's the cool part, is that maybe you're looking for some entertainment. And one of them that looks really good is about our amazing basketball coach, Adia Barnes. That's awesome. So I'd kind of like to see that. Yeah. If you're you're interested, this uh, free U of A film festival runs February 4th through the 17th. LoftCinema.org. Okay, I want to talk about two things that are creating happiness. They say, can money buy happiness? A new study says absolutely yes. 
Um, now you're not going to be happy until you make 75 a year. <laughs> okay. And um, 75 grand? Yes. Oy. Yes. That's where like the plateau is of where you're happy day to day. Okay. Um, and they say anytime you get a big boost, you know, like people who go from 100 to 200, they get a huge boost in like their confidence. And people who go from 25 grand to 50. So you got to double that income somehow. I know. And the second thing, I mean, I don't know if you've been on the Facebook today, um, but these Bernie Sanders memes, (laughs) I I don't know, like, what you think about politics or not, but... I've never seen so. Oh, well, this mean, has nothing to do with politics. This, this That's the is. Best part. <laughs> Bernie was sitting there. If you didn't see the uh, inauguration yesterday, yes. he's sitting up there behind everybody, kind of stewing. <laughs> like, yeah. he just doesn't really want to be there, is the way he's, it looked. He's holding a manila envelope. And he's got mittens on. Yeah. He's like handmade mittens. From Vermont. Yes. And, and like a jacket that you wouldn't wear to an inauguration, like one you'd wear to your kids, like. Yeah, High outdoor soccer game. game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and these memes, they're putting him in front of EGs, you know, sitting there. They're putting him in front of all these, you know, like like the Star Wars with Han Solo. Like they're in their spaceship or whatever. And there's Bernie Sanders. Right. He's he's sitting at the controls of it's, the Millennium Falcon. It's kind of everything today. So, so you know why Bernie Sanders is showing up everywhere. That's why. Yeah. He's in every meme you've ever wanted to see. <laughs> Next to Forrest Gump on the park bench. Oh, it's a, yeah. All right. And one other story in the whole enchilada this morning a woman on tiktok came up with a pretty pretty great way to explain to your spouse that you dented the car listen to this hey so remember when i was pregnant you told everyone we're pregnant yeah and remember when i gave birth you told everyone we gave birth yeah well, um, we dented the car. <laughs> <laughs> we dented the car. Uh, that's the best thing I've heard in my whole life. That's how you do it right there. You know, I don't get mad at my husband when he dents the car, but he sure is not happy with me when I do it. Now you tell him we did it. Yes. You want to show up in life. That's when the big moments, that's when the good things happen. And a a lot of times it's hard to do. It is. And I put up this meme the other day. That's like the first step. You just show up. You show up messy. You show up where whatever you need to be doing, you just do it. Don't talk yourself out of it. We were kind of talking about this earlier. And yesterday, I mean, you've seen the poem. Amanda Gorman. I mean. 22 years old. Ridiculously talented human being right there. At the inauguration, if you didn't catch it, she sounded a little bit like this. If only we dare it, because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. She's so good. You know, I was reading this whole thing about her. She's 22 years old. Can you imagine standing up in front of the, the world? I can't imagine being asked to do that now. If somebody had come to us and said, hey, listen, uh, there's a big thing in Washington. It's the presidential inauguration. Do you want to get up and say a few words? Would have been like, yes, and absolutely no. No, not a chance. Terrifying. You talk yourself out of it before it even happens, and that's the problem with people. And for her, like, I guess they they called her like two weeks ago, and they saw some of her like poems and everything and they thought this is the person and they called her and they're like can you be there and she's like okay she didn't know what she was gonna write they gave her the theme of united whatever you know and and she worked on it 
And she still didn't know how she was going to finish it. But she just showed up. She just showed up. And, and that's where so much success happens in your life. Do you have one of those moments where you didn't want to go? And, I mean, I can think of a lot of times when you had plans with friends or family and you committed and you said, oh, yeah, I'll be there. And then it came around to the day and you're like, why did I say I was going to do that yes. thing? Yes. Right. But sometimes if you go, it turns out OK. In fact, you end up having a good time or you meet somebody important to you. Yeah. I mean, I think we have those all the time. How many times has it been where you went out and you met your best friend? You know, you didn't know you were going to go meet that person. Yeah. You know, you just showed up. I remember being like 14 years old. And I was in this drum and bugle corps here in town, and I didn't want to go to rehearsal. You know, it's like you sign on for these things, you make this commitment, and then I remember like laying on my bed saying, I don't want to go. And my mom and dad going, get up, yeah, get yeah. in the car, we're yeah. going. And I'm so glad I did. Like some of my best friends yeah. came out of that experience. I met my wife through that, you know, activity. Well, that's a thing. You, the night you met your wife, you weren't going to go out. Right. And you forced yourself to go out. It was a pretty bad was, day. And I thought, I'm, I'm not going to go. It's, it's life changing. And, and I do know that that's what happens when you just show up. Like, you know, I mean, I played like sports. They put me up with like the older girls and I was little. And my dad's like, you got to get out of the car right now. And I said, absolutely not. These girls are like five years older than me. I'm not going to. And I think that those little moments change your life. You know how many things where I had that feeling after that, but because I already had success from it, I was able to do. And when I look back at my life, there's some pretty fun things I got to do because of probably that moment. You just showed up. So what did you do? Who did you meet when you just showed up? When you're like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to go. Yeah. And you went. I hope somebody has a moment. I don't know if anyone will call, but I hope there's a moment like that because I think it's super inspiring to to hear these types of of stories of people's lives. Just like yesterday, she just showed up. Boy, if you haven't had a chance to watch Amanda Gorman... 22 years old, and by the way, grew up with a pretty severe speech impediment. So getting up to speak in front of people to this day is really intimidating for her. She has a hard time pronouncing uh, R's in words, um, but she nailed it yesterday and just so impressive. She showed up. You're she right. showed up. Um, do you have a show up moment? Didn't want to go? Didn't want to be there? I don't think anyone's going to call. Just talked yourself into it and it <laughs> changed your life. Yeah, I think you're probably right. But if you do have one, we'd love to hear it. Seven seven five zero nine four nine will get you through right now to ninety four point nine Mix FM. Twenty two year old Amanda Gorman, unknown to the world until yesterday at the inauguration of Joe Biden at the, the presidential inauguration. She's twenty two and uh, has dealt with a speech impediment all of her life. You would think that in those circumstances, if somebody came to you and said, "Hey, do you want to get up in front of millions yeah. of?" People watching online and on TV and people at Washington, D.C. and say something, you'd say, absolutely not. Well, you would be like, oh, that's so cool. And then the fear kicks in. And then you say, no. Right. Let (laughs) me think about it. No. Yeah. (laughs) But she showed up. While once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert. How could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? So we're asking you this morning, that show up moment in your life where you didn't want to go, you were scared to go, but you showed up. I mean, I was thinking about this, you know, I put up a meme a couple of days ago and it says, I realize that I don't have to be perfect. All I have to do is show up 
and enjoy the messy, imperfect, and beautiful journey of my life. And things change. When you just show up and you're not feeling it and you're like, okay, I just force myself to do something. And when you do, you might have like a life-changing night. 775-0949. Did it happen to you? You know, I think my just show up moment was when I went to school. Um, you know, I had gone, I'd been for so long struggling financially and stuff and just, you know, putting, putting school off, putting school off. I showed up and I registered for classes and that fall I went to school and it was a great experience. Um, I got three associate degrees from, from Pima. Whoa. And I actually am now an instructor there. No kidding. Oh my gosh. It changed your you life. Know, I, it did. It changed my life completely. Um, you know, I, I went in with this idea that I would be, you know, one of those students that kind of just flies under the radar, gets in, gets out, gets a degree just to get a better job. Right. Uh, ended up with a, an excellent job that I'd been at for seven years. And four and a half years ago, I started teaching at Pima. That's incredible. So there you go. I mean, you never would have predicted that outcome when you started there. You weren't even sure you Absolutely wanted to go. But, exactly. But by showing up, you've got the, you're on this whole path that you never could have imagined for yourself. I love that. That's an awesome story. Thanks. I love your show. Well, we appreciate you listening this morning. Oh, my morning. gosh. Just show up. Showing up. It's the key to so much. And I think that a lot of people are just... They let the fear get in that way. I've done it. I'm sure you've done it. We've all done it. Yeah, yeah. But we've also shown up sometimes, and that's when the good stuff happens. Pretty cool. It's hard. It's hard. But just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Nike. Uh Right now, 10 after trivia, and you can listen on Alexa. You just say, Alexa, play 94.9 Mix FM. Our question today, as much as we're all looking forward to the end of the pandemic, 70% of us say there's one thing. We definitely plan to keep on doing even after COVID's no longer a threat. Not washing hands, not sanitizing. What do you think it is? Good morning. I'm going to say social distancing. You're going to stay away from people a little bit. (laughs) Yes! That's a good one. I never realized how much I didn't like people. Not me, man. I'm going to be like Garth Brooks yesterday. I'm going to be hugging on everybody. The whole thing. Watch out. (laughs) Anyway, good guess, but that's not the answer. Oh, okay, thanks, guys. Thank Later. you. 94.9 Mix FM. What do you think? Uh, remote work. Work from home. Yeah, yeah work yeah. remotely. That's a great guess. And I think there will be a lot of people who do that, although I know just as many who can't wait to get back to a, a job where they go somewhere else well, for a while. It's interesting know? because a lot of jobs now they realize could be at home and my my brother just got a job. Well, now you're not commuting. Yeah. And and they're they're giving you less salary because of it too. Don't forget that. Oh, <laughs> so, less? You mean? Yeah, I'd rather oh. drive and make more. I don't know. Well, maybe you don't need as much wear and tear yeah. on your car and insurance yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. Who not? Uh, okay, right. well, good guess, but that's not it. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you. 94.9 Mix FM, what's your answer? Margaritas. Margaritas. Uh, <laughs> I, need, yes. I need that margarita Keurig machine that they came out with. They just one button, you know. A blender? <laughs> I tell you, the country will never go back. To a free margarita life. Did, did you have hilarious. one yet? Oh, well, I haven't gone to bed yet. Oh, well. <laughs> 
You're having a good time. Okay. Keep the party well, going. I, it's got um, lime juice. Yes. It's got to have some health aspect. Sure. Lots of antioxidants. <laughs> Drink it up. Well, as nice as that may sound to some, that is not the answer we're looking for today. Sorry to say. <laughs> That was so much fun. Seven out of ten people say we plan on keeping doing, still doing one thing after the pandemic ends. Is it something with food? Like, yes. Is it binge eating no. and watching Netflix? It's cooking ourselves. Oh, 70% well. of us have upped our at-home food game, and we like it. We like eating at home. I mean, I do like it. I do, but I don't like all the work and the dishes. Nobody likes that part. Yeah, somebody, I need a dishes queen to come in. Yes, and you do. Fairy. The dish fairy. Yes. <laughs> 826, now you know. And we'll go commercial free for the workday starting next, just five minutes from right now on 94.9 Mix FM. Morning Greg, 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 and Mayor. And Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.